All right. So as the AFL season ends, the Premier League season begins. And being the Arsenal fan that I am and, you know, just football and sport fan in general, I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to get the soccer or football expert in. So I've done just that. Alex, welcome, bro. Thanks, Terry. Good to be back on again. Absolutely, mate. Uh, you're a United fan yourself, that's right? Yes, yes, I am. All right, big things. I've got, uh, not to put the pressure on you, but I've got a, I've got a lot in store and I've got a lot to cover. And I need, I need you to help me because, I mean, I'm probably three or four years into my Premier League, um, you know, supporter or fanage. And, uh, I mean, I, yep. I know what's going on, but I think, um, you know, having, having chatted to you a little bit more and, um, seeing the content you're putting out there, I think you've got a pretty uh, good grasp of what's happening. So um, tell me a little bit about, you know, what's your build-up been like for the season? Are you a betting man? Are you, what are you most excited uh, about the season? Um, you know, just I'm just glad that it's back. I mean, the you know, the joy that it, the World Cup brought, I mean, that was enough to get me excited. And now, you know, the real thing's kicking on again. I'm... You know, I'm a betting man, but the, the soccer's way too hard to bet. There's so many unpredictable results that happen each and every week. It's just too hard to pick, like, certain things. So I try to stay away from the soccer as much as I can, even though I might have a cheeky one here and there. But, um, you know, just just the all-around excitement for the season, just, you know, seeing the players that each club's bought in, um, you know, the powerhouses like, you know, the Arsenal's, Man City's, you know, Liverpool's, Ars United, you know, Tottenham, all those sort of Chelsea. I'm sorry, I forgot. You know, all these big clubs signing big players now, and um, you know, I think I think this season's going to be more competitive than ever than ever. Which, you know, which is going to be a really good thing, and it's going to, you know, only just boast what is already the world's best league. You think it is the world's best league? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I like. I would say the best league because I feel like it's the most competitive league and it's probably the toughest to play in. Yeah. yeah like you look at, you look at, like you look around the world, like you look at Italy, there's like maybe two, three good teams that are always up there and the rest sort of fade away pretty quickly. Then you look at Spain, it's on, you know, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona and Real Madrid. They're main, they're the main three every year and the rest sort of fade away pretty quickly. So at least in the Premier League, there's about six or seven good teams that, you know, any one of them could finish top four and, you know, win the, win the whole thing. So it's always tough. Yeah. So that, yeah, I'm glad you said that. So my idea is, I mean, I feel like there's six teams that can win the league. Um, you know, the, the classic big six, you both Manchester sides, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal. Uh, I feel like one of the six will win. Um, so I feel like what, what I'm thinking is we'll go through each of them, maybe, Give me a little spiel on each of them, what's happening and, and what you're sort of looking forward to seeing. And, I mean, unless you can pick a dark horse that comes out of that other six, like a Leicester, um, I'm mm. not sure. I'm not sure how the season's going to pan out. All I know is that uh, the Gunners are going to be a lot better than what they were last year. And um, we'll touch on them in the moment. Oh, definitely. We'll touch yeah. on them in the moment. But overall, who is your – I mean, if you have to pick a, a winner right now, uh, who would be your best prediction? Yeah. Uh, I've – I would love to say United, but City are just, they're just a different league. Manchester City at the moment, they're, they're just a powerhouse. They've got, they've got depth everywhere you look. They've got talent everywhere you go. They, they don't necessarily have to be like other teams that start the same players every single week. The players that 
come off the bench and, you know, or if they don't start plays, they come in there just they're as good as the starters. They're they're too dominant. So I if I was to pick right now, it's Manchester City. As they say though, I don't think I don't think since Manchester United in well, I can't remember the exact year, but I know that United's been the last team to do it that won back to back Premier League. So it's never easy winning the Premier League again, but I feel like Right now, Manchester City could do it. This is the group to do it. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. Um, you know, in basketball, it happens. In, in most sports, it happens. You know, backing up in AFL, backing up, you know, that second year is always a challenge. Um, I've, I don't know. I mean, they won the league by 19 points last year. So have they maybe bridged yeah. too far of a gap? Um, I feel like they've got, you know, not, you know, they've got younger guys who are like just sort of either entering their prime or are in their prime. So I don't know about uh, if they're going to lack hunger. Obviously, injuries play a part in it, especially when you're in the, um, the Champions League. Um, but do you see them dropping off? Um, I mean, maybe it's sort of like a Dustin Martin situation where they were just so good last year, they can't possibly be as good. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, they've got a manager who, you know, makes sure that they're on point mm-hmm. every single time. Guardiola's just... He, he's amazing. I'll... I wish he was at United, to be honest. But um, he is an amazing manager, and he, you know, he demands so much from his players that they can win. But he always wants more, and that's what makes him so great. So I feel like with him at the helm, and you know, as you said, all these young guys like you know Sane and Gabriel Jesus and Sterling, and you know, all these now they got Mares and all these other guys. Just they're, they're just a whole different class. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I don't see them dropping off. I, I still think, I don't think they're going to win it as dominantly as they did last season. I feel like it will be a lot closer, and you will see that they'll probably have those moments of complacency. But overall, I, I can't, I don't know who's going to beat them to be honest. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let, let's go to United. Tell me a little bit about the United situation. Um, give me a few angles here. What, what, what can we expect from Manchester United? Very much the same as last season. You know what you're going to get with Mourinho. He's he's a manager that can play on the front foot when he chooses to, and when he when they do play on the front foot, they play a good brand of football. But when he goes into this defensive mode, when we play against as as we say the big six teams, um, we don't we don't do that much, and we don't do well at all. Like yeah, we get the draws and stuff, but. We could, if we actually played on the front foot in each of these games, we could really take it up to teams. It only showed when um, we played Manchester City last season at the at the Etihad. We were down two 0 at half time. We come back in a space of fifteen twenty minutes and we're up three two. Mm-hmm. So that's the like that's the two contrasting things with United. They bought in Fred, who I think is going to be a really good signing for us. He's a he's a he's not the tallest man, but very skillful on the ball um, as a as a midfielder, and hopefully that him coming in with Matic. I don't know when Matic is going to come back because I know he's injured for a little bit, but hopefully that frees up Pogba now to show the Pogba of the World Cup. We should be building around Pogba. He's he's our superstar now. You've got to build around him. I think I think you know after this transfer window, United's been put on notice that if we don't build a team around Pogba, we're going to lose him. We're going to, and we're going to lose him to a team that will, you know, use his abilities to full capacity. So I feel like we can have another good season. Um, winning the league, going to be tough. I, 
I predicted we finished third. Third. I still think we'll finish the top four, but I, Manchester City too powerful, and I'll touch on Liverpool a bit later if we go into it. But um, I think Liverpool are probably going to finish close behind in second this year. Yeah. Just on the Mourinho thing, I saw a few of your tweets um, over the last you know week or so. Um, on the outside, for me, it, it seems as though you know the relationship's a bit busted, or he's he's making these outlandish statements. You think it might be a bit strategic? Yeah, I I think he's just not showing all of his cards at the moment. I think he's just playing that game with the media and playing the game with everyone in the football world that you know he's disappointed and stuff. But then I feel like once the season starts, you're going to see a very very different team. So and then once mm-hmm. you know, like through preseason, we haven't played with a lot of our World Cup stars anyway. Like Alexis Sanchez has been our only attacking option in preseason, really, to be honest. I mean, we're getting Rashford and Lingard back now, which is good. Pogba, I think, is back in training now. He probably won't play this week, but he's at least back. And I think Lukaku's back as well. So we're starting to get those sort those quality players back again. So eventually in time, we will get back to it. I I. I think it's just typical Mourinho playing games with everyone. He tends yeah. to do it and he does it well. <laughs> yeah. So you won 25 games, you drew six and you lost seven last year. What does it look like this season? You win more than honest, 25? Yeah, well, see, a, couple, a lot of the losses that we had, well, not a lot of them, some of the losses that we had, we lost 1-0 to West Brom at mm-hmm. Old Trafford. You would never, you wouldn't think of a United team to blow a sort of game like that. No. We lost... We lost 2-1 to um, Huddersfield over there. And, you know, you wouldn't think we're going to lose that again. We lost 1-0 to Brighton. So a lot of our losses actually came against teams who we should be beating, you know. So I feel like we'll probably get around the same, maybe 26-27. I think we're not going to get too much more than that, especially especially if he plays too much of a defensive style. If he goes on the attack, all season, I have no doubt we can win, you know, the good 28 games out of the 38 because we have enough talent to do it. Yep. But but we'll see. All right. All right. Moving on. And I'm basically going on the top six from, from last season. So Tottenham yep. did finish yep. third. Um, and I hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. <laughs> um, I, I feel like they just had a wonder year for them. I'm hoping that it's not just going to be the beginning of this new dynasty now that Harry Kane is... Unlock these superpowers, but how do you see Tottenham? Yeah, very again, very similar to last year. They're, they they struggle. The thing is with Tottenham and what kills them every single season is they start off really slow. Like, they lose games they shouldn't be losing. They, they draw games they should be winning. And they just, you know, Harry Kane doesn't really start firing until, you know, September, October. And before you know it, that's already eight games played and they're already behind the pack. So they're forced to sort of play hard and come back. So if they change that this year, uh, you know, they're definitely, they've got enough talent to finish in the top three. They really do, like with Kane and Deli Ali, and, you know, Son Hyung Min and all those sort of guys. Um, they've got enough talent in that team to do some damage, but it's a thing of consistency with them. Yeah, well, so, they didn't sign many new players. I don't. Think I don't. Any, I, I yeah. don't. I don't think they've signed anyone actually. Yeah. 
as of yet. So backing in the guys they've got now, who have, I mean, some of them had pretty good World Cups. Um, a Trippier, for example, comes in after a pretty good World Cup. So maybe you know Pochettino's he signed a five-year deal in May from memory. So maybe he's just backing their guys in to see. You know, it's just about continuity with them. Yeah. Well, their 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 whole squad is pretty young. I think except for Lloris and Vertonghen, the average age is like something like 23 or something like that. So they are a really young team and that's yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Liverpool. Funny story about Liverpool. I was almost a Liverpool supporter. I um, In 2013, I was sort of tossing between Arsenal and Liverpool. I had a really good mate who was a Liverpool fan and we used to go watch uh, their games in Melbourne at the Imperial and I can't remember who they were playing this particular time, but Suarez was playing and it was his last season there and, you know, that the wonder season. And I remember saying to him on this night, if he scores a hat-trick, I will become a Liverpool supporter. He had two goals in the in the first half and it was obviously looking likely and he didn't get the third. Um, and from that moment, I've been an Arsenal supporter. So there's a little fun fact. But, I mean, I, I, I watch most, if not all, of their games and um, I've had a look at their, their list both their starting eleven and their bench, they've got a really deep side, a really deep and healthy side. Yep. They're, they're the team that, that worries me the most. Yep. Um, they're, any team that's got, you know, if Salah has the same sort of year that he had last year, plus you've got Firmino and Mane, and, you know, now they've got Shakiri, they've got Keita, oh, they're, they're attacking talent is like off the charts with Manchester City so if they string it all together they they can you know they can cause some damage in the league and they can really take it up to uh, Manchester City I still have them finishing second yep I still think City are too strong but gee Liverpool are going to be a worry especially with the you know that sort of attacking entertaining style of football that they play yeah well I mean that's they were in the Champions League final so I mean, yeah, they've got that confidence now. You feel right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he they've they've actually got well. They, I think I still think their defense is probably needs to be worked on, but their mm-hmm. defense is starting to get a lot more stronger though. Yeah. Once their defense got once their defense starts getting stronger, their attack is already as potent and ever. And it kills me to say this because Liverpool to me is like is like the Carlton Collingwood rivalry. Mm-hmm. So so it feels like. Um, or even the Carlton Essendon rivalry. It's like where Manchester United's Carlton, Liverpool's the Essendon or whatever. So kills me to say it, but I, I really do feel that they've got a serious chance this year. Yep. Okay. Okay, moving on. Chelsea. Now, Chelsea didn't finish in the top four last year. They they seem to have, um, you know, they won the title the year before from memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they had that classic sort of letdown spot after winning the title. Um, they had obviously the all the controversy and the pressure on uh, on the manager, and they just didn't seem to find their groove at all. They had patches where they were really good, but they were just inconsistent. I feel like they're gonna. I can't see you know a team like Chelsea being out of the four for two years running. What do you think about them? Yeah, I I think they can finish fourth. It just depends how um, they adapt to their new manager's style. He plays a lot more attacking okay. than than what Conte did. He plays a, he plays a very similar style to um, what Guardiola tries to put in at City. It's very it's very possession like, it's very quick, 
they try to put pressure on you up the ground really like really early and try to win it off you early. Mm-hmm. So it's very very similar to Manchester City. So I think I think they're just going to go through an adaptive phase very early on, trying to get used to how they play and so on and so forth. But once they once they get to grips with what they need to do, um, I have, they they'll be a very competitive team to beat. So they they're very much in the same league as you know the Liverpools and the Uniteds and everything. It's just yeah, they once they get grip on what they need to do. They're going to be a good team. Okay. My my worry for them is if they lose Courtois and Hazard, if they lose potentially both of them, they could be in a bit of trouble because they, I think with this new style, they're going to rely heavily on Hazard. Um, and if he goes, I don't really know who the next in line is to sort of take that role. Take that next step. Unless they can, unless they can conjure up a signing out of nowhere before I think it's Friday our time, which is the deadline. Yeah. So I saw an article uh, this morning about uh, Courtois. He didn't go to training and he's basically, you know, holding the club at Rance, not holding them at Rance, but he's basically, you know, clearly wanting to go uh, to Real Madrid. Um, so that, that I did, I didn't think of that when I mentioned them just earlier, but yeah, it seems to be a bit of unrest in the preseason leading up to the season. And you don't, I feel like because these top six now, now that Tottenham's really good, and now that Liverpool are you know bolstered again, these top six, there's no, there's no margin for error. You got to be, you got to be good and ready for the entire season. Yeah, you can't have a, yeah. a patch early in the season where you drop, you know, you, you drop six or eight points because uh, that's the difference between making it and not. Yeah, and that's 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 the exact same thing with Tottenham. Mm-hmm. That's why you find Tottenham they they. They always finish around that second, third, but they just never take that extra step because they don't start off the year well. And again, that's like I said before, that's that's my only worry with Chelsea is because they're adapting to a new coach, a new style. It does take some time to get to get into the swing of things. So, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I have been surprised before. Yeah. So, well, speaking of surprise packets, this is your surprise pack of the year, mate. The Gunners. We're up and about. Yeah. <laughs> Change within the club that was needed has, has happened. Manager, we've got a, a whole bunch of new players. And that, that doesn't mean that we're going to be really good. But I think it just seemed like we were, we were running on... You were running, running on fumes. On like, you know, the three yeah. of us and Wenger bringing the club back to the top after being in there so long. It was just sort of taking its toll on the players. We needed a, a, a fresh spark in there to be a source that we haven't had for years. He's happy, he's smiling, he's getting everyone involved. Lacazette, he and Lacazette could be a real big problem. I feel like the dynamic of, of Ozil and you know his whole situation and obviously coming back to London and having a point to prove now could you know culminate. If everything sort of goes right for the Gunners, they can have a really good year, I I really think that they can push for top four, maybe even top two. Um, it just depends on how well they start, I guess, because you, with a new squad, you want to, you need to have a bit of a feeling out period where there's new guys and you've got to know how to move. And we're traditionally not a very good defensive side, so I can only see that being a problem until you know mid-season. Yeah. But as an outsider, what do you think of the Gunners? Yeah. I'm, well, the good thing that Arsenal did, which Chelsea didn't, and that's why I think Arsenal could finish on top of Chelsea is they signed their manager early. So yeah. so Unai Emery has had his chance basically the entire European summer 
to suss out this squad, to see how they play together, to, to know what formations he can play, what he can do with them. You know, any team that's got Aubameyang up front, he's, he's crazy. I love Aubameyang. I, yeah. he's, he's, he's an absolute gem on FIFA. He's a gem in real life. <laughs> um, he, he, he's, a, he's a really good player. And, you know, he came in the league halfway through last year. And he said it a lot already. He kicked how many goals? I can't remember exactly, but he kicked enough goals. And then you put him now in a full year. He's, he's going to be really, really good. And then, you, you know, you've got Mkhitaryan from us. Mkhitaryan's a really good player. Him and, him and Aubameyang work so well together because they've been, you know, they played together at Dortmund. Yeah. And now signing, and now signing also um, is Socrates. Yeah. Socrates, Socrates the yeah. De- Socrates, the, Greek, the defender. Yeah, the Greek defender. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a really good defender as well from Roma. So I think, uh, I think you guys are getting on the right track. Um, yeah. prob- probably not this year matching City. I don't think anyone's going to match City. Yeah. But I really do feel that you guys are going to have a much improved year. You guys have got, you know, I think you've just got that excitement and that enjoyment back again. Yeah, and I think I'm, so too. I'm intrigued to watch Arsenal because I think, I think Emery at PSG, he was a good coach, but he just had too many egos okay. there with Neymar. And, you know, I don't think Mbappe has an ego, but you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. all these star guys around, you know, that want to be the man and so on and so forth. At least now with Arsenal, there is no like clear cut the man. Everyone's just going to play their role and play together and he knows what he needs to do. So, yeah, yeah. Does it I, make I think that they're going to go well. Does it make that much of a difference that, we're not playing Champions League and that's going to help us sort of, you know, in December, January, when you've got those two a week, three a week schedules and all of a sudden Arsenal don't have those extra games. I mean, obviously we're in Europa. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, once the pointy end of Champions League comes, that's when you're really sensitive with injuries, especially in December. Yeah. How much of a well, difference does I, that make? It just, it just depends how far you guys actually go in Europa League and whether you're trying to do what United did um, a couple of seasons ago, trying to win the Europa League to, as an avenue to get into the Champions League, or if you guys are already in a clear spot in the top four, that you guys will make Champions League. So it it kind of depends, but I you know I, I can't see it being a problem for Arsenal. It's you know uh, the Europa League I think is a bit of a lesser standard to the Champions League, so I don't think it will have as much of an effect as what it would if it was Champions League. Oh, right. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. So I want to get some predictions from you. Um, I've got mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start with player of the year. Who's going to win player of the year in the Premier League? Oof. Oh, uh, well, put me on the spot. Um, I did, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was Salah last year. It was. Um, so... I actually, I really think it could be the year of De Bruyne. Yeah, I, I've just got this feeling about De Bruyne. He's even though he already sets the league alight, he's he could be set to, uh, you know, go even more crazy. So I I feel like he can win it, especially if he's playing in a championship winning team. Yep. Wouldn't wouldn't shock me I'm if he gonna, wins it. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be a real left field here. I'm gonna say Mesut Ozil. Mesut Ozil. Well, it, yeah. he's got he's got a point to prove this year, especially after all. To prove. Es- yeah. Especially, well, he had an average year last year, but all this stuff that's happened after the World Cup, 
um, you know, with that whole retiring and all that sort of stuff. I think, I think he wants to come out and show everyone that, you know, this is what Germany are going to miss. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, he, and to be fair, and, and I'm going to be totally honest, he, Ozil's been great for Arsenal. His first season, he was, he was good. And it was kind of like, a, okay, he was good. He's going to be even better the year after. He didn't quite reach those heights. He hasn't really had a dominant season. Um, I know that he's led the league in assists for, uh, in, in one of the years that he's, he's been in the league, but he just, he, he doesn't hit the scoreboard. I know, I know that's not his game. He's a creative guy. And he, you know, he's an assist guy, but I feel like he, the, the one thing in his game that he needs to bring um, you know, to the top, uh, especially in the Premier League, he's got to kick goals. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe eight or ten goals gets him, gets him what we're after. Yeah, if he gets those, yeah, if he gets those around that bad, the eight, eight goals plus all his assists as well. That's 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 perfect for what you guys need to do. And with a new game style, I think it's and I think Emery plays a lot more of an attacking style than what Wenger did. Definitely. So it, it so it could it could put those numbers up. Yeah. Golden boot. Golden boot. Yeah, I, I think Harry Kane wants revenge from last year with Salah taking it from him. Yep. So my, my pick's Harry Kane. He, even though he starts off the years, the, the season's very slow. I still think he's he's too good. Okay, I'm going to go for a non-biased Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. <laughs> I'm getting a bit of a trend here. That uh... I just feel like he's, he's, I can just see him, you know, sprinting down the lines, kicking, you know, hat tricks, kicking braces. I can just see it. I, 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 if everything goes right, I can just see him having an explosive year. Um, oh, don't, no, don't, don't worry. He's he, he is an absolute freak. He's so quick as well. So yeah, and I would 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 not put it past him to kick quite a lot of goals this year. Yeah, does he? Would he take our penalties? He did last season. He did. So yeah, well, he did towards the end last season. Yeah, so it wouldn't shock me if if he does again. Because so, I feel like that's and, that, and that'll only put the, the golden boot winners yeah. usually. Because I mean, it's not a free shot. Obviously, there's a goalie there, and it's not easy to kick a penalty. But for the most part, if you get five goals from penalties, that'll you know that's pretty that that's a big advantage. Yeah, it all accumulates in the end. Yeah. All right. So non-biased Aubameyang. Um, <laughs> and uh, what about most assists? Is this something you can predict, or is this a little bit tougher? Uh, this is a little bit tougher because it just it just depends, but. I mean, I think I think Manchester City last season had the top two guys in De Bruyne and Sane. They who did spot very, on. Who were ve- very, yeah, they were very even. I, I think it's very. I think it's pretty much going to be the same again. Oh my I, god! I think De Bruyne. I think I think De Bruyne is going to win it again. To be honest, in actual fact, first, second, and third. So De Bruyne had sixteen. Sane had fifteen, and then tied on tied with eleven each was Silva and Sterling. Yeah, that they're they're too good. And then I think and then I think it might have been Pogba who was next, um, if I'm not mistaken. So it's, there's a few. I think po- there's a few tied on ten: Eriksen, Deliari, yeah. Salah, Pogba, and Mares. Yeah. So usually, yeah, all the big names. And if you put Mares into that now, that's basically top five City had. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think De Bruyne is going to win again. They they kick too many goals, and he takes the free kicks. He. He's the one who's playing those key balls. So a lot of the time it's going to be on De Bruyne for those assists. So I, I think he could win it two years in a row. 
Yeah, all right. I'm going to go with David Silva because I just I love, yeah. I love the way he played. I love watching him play. Yeah. I love watching him play. Um, all right. Now, finally, what about a team that is not in the six there and that's going to be, you know, a surprise packet? Is it going to be a West Ham with all these new signings they've got? Is there anyone else that's your sort of – do you even – do you watch these other teams or are you just more of a big six kind of guy? No, I do. I do watch these other teams, actually. Like, I, I try to watch – as much of it as I can. Of course, when, you know, United and whoever else is playing on and, and playing and all these other teams are playing at the same time, I can't watch all of them at the same time. Yeah. But I try to watch a fair few of them. Um, I feel, yeah, I feel Burnley could really, I know they finished seventh last season. Yeah. They, they could be a team to look out for. They play a very, they're a very organized team. And, an organised team and a well-drilled team is always hard to beat. doesn't matter who you are or where they play. So I feel like Burnley can take that step and maybe finish in the top six next year. But, or this year, I should say. So yeah, I feel like they're probably the team. Maybe, um, just looking at the list, maybe even Everton. They've, they've had a pretty mm-hmm. decent... Um, they've got a new coach, so you know they're going to get a new style. Um, it's a lot more attacking. They've still got they've still got some decent players, Everton. I just think they had a pretty bad year last year. So yeah. Yeah. they could be a team to look out for as well. But yeah, the big the big six, they're they're just too good in the Premier League. That's pretty much lost. Yeah. Game. I feel like every every year that goes past makes it sound more and more crazy that Leicester won the title. Yeah, the I, I I'm st- I still can't believe that that even happened. I I think the football world was in shock. When that a team it's that so a team good. like Leicester could just come out of nowhere, beat everyone who they played against, and you know, win the league. And it was it was really good to see because it's it was so good to see a team other than just the usual you know, United or City or you know, Chelsea or whatever winning the title. It was good to see another lower team win something, and especially where they came from the season before that in almost getting relegated. Um, it was pretty amazing by Leicester. Yeah. So, have I, you seen I, I, the um, Have you seen the docker on them on the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. It's yeah, so good. Very, very, very good. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to write these down. I'm going to I'm going to post uh, I'm going to post our predictions and I'm going to post the uh, the link to the pod um, on a scoring post. So yeah. I'll link that up there and we'll get that going. Um, what else? What else are you? You know, are you just excited for the routine of watching the Premier League? Um, are there any other storylines that you think will come out? Like any coaches that are maybe um, potentially going to get sacked, anything like that? Hmm. I hate to say this because I'm a United fan, but I, I feel like uh, if Mourinho doesn't um, pull his finger out and start to get this team playing how they should be, he he could be on the uh, on the hot seat very soon. So I feel like that could be a storyline to watch out for very early in the season, especially if we're not going too well. Okay, define um, define not going too well. What if you start the season um, three wins? Okay, so, yeah. so in our first eight games, if we're, you know, only two or three, like if we're only two or three wins and maybe, you know, three draws and a couple of losses, it's not, it's not the ideal start, com- you know, compared to last year, last season when we had, I think we were, I think eight wins and two draws or something in our first ten games. Yeah. So, if 
we're not going too well. That could be a that could be a storyline to look out for. But just just in general, just just the pure like you know Saturday nights and Sunday nights and even the mornings, getting to watch the soccer again. There's something on late at night again to watch, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I get the benefit of the, the timing for, for football. Yeah. Um, Lucky. So we're talking like, <laughs> it's great, man. It's great. It's like 5 p.m. and then That's perfect. Game. It's like, and then, know, Saturdays are great. And then you come here and it's like the early game is at 10 o'clock and yeah. then the next one's at 1 and then the next one's at 4.30, yeah. like, the, like the World Cup. You're <laughs> never making that 4.30 game. <laughs> oh, it's tough. It's tough. You're never making that, unless it's your team and unless you're now. Yeah. 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 All right, awesome. Well, let's leave it there. I'm going to write, uh, I'm going to write it down, these predictions. Uh, for those of you who don't have Scorum, go and check it out. Scorum.com forward slash at... T Dagani, T D E H G H A N I. You'll see my uh, you'll see my preview in there. I'm going to write these down. We'll revisit them maybe halfway through the year. What do you say? And then we'll go towards the end of the year as well. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, sounds good, mate. Well, you take care of yourself and uh, go the mighty Gunners. Yes, not glory, glory, man, United, mate. <laughs> <laughs> see you, bro. See you, man. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.